0: Hey guys, this episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace recently launched the latest version of their platform, Squarespace 7, which has a completely redesigned interface, integrations with Getty Images and Google Apps, 15 new templates, and an incredible feature called Cover Pages. So try the new Squarespace at squarespace.com and enter offer code FURY, that's F-U-R-Y, at checkout to get 10% off Off is the word. Squarespace, (laughs) start here, go anywhere and now let's start the show that's it i'm regine hunter
1: what really i guessed it
0: yeah
1: oh okay i'm sizzle
0: and this is the read
1: another week
0: who else said that bernie Mac. i feel like bernie Mac said also
1: probably i'm trying to think of like who originated it though and i don't know
0: i don't know probably just some, i'm sure that started before i was even born yeah i feel like that was something an uncle made up in a, like the 60s and in a 70s. backyard <laughs>
1: somebody's house party
0: yeah and it just caught on.
1: While drinking something spiked.
0: Um, Hey, guys.
1: Hi, everybody. Oh, my God. Speaking of SZA, I am SZA this week because of sobriety. Did you hear it? She just... I love her. If you have not gotten into SZA, fucking Google her new single, Sobriety. It is... Like, I love it. Like, I seriously sat there on NPR's website and replayed it like 50 times. I love that song so much.
0: I'm a huge fan.
1: God, I love her.
0: Um, And she's
1: coming here with uh, Janayiko and um, the the internet. Internet. I cannot fucking wait. Like, I bought my ticket the minute they went on sale.
0: Thrilled about that. And speaking of concerts, I just saw Jennifer Hudson. (laughs) I just saw Jasmine Sullivan last night.
1: Oh, Jasmine Sullivan is just... She's really everything.
0: (sighs) There's just...
1: Have you gotten over it? You look a little... No,
0: I'm not finished. It's still in my spirit. And... (laughs) I just can't deal with how amazing that woman's voice is. Yeah. And it kind of just annoys me that you have artists that are selling all of these millions and millions of copies of whatever bullshit it is that they put out that either can't sing or can sing but have zero control over their voice. Mm-hmm. And then you have underrated not to say that nobody knows what the fuck. I mean, obviously, Jasmine Sullivan is a known name and artist. I just still feel like she's unappreciated and she's underrated. Mm-hmm. When that woman opened her fucking mouth.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that a lot of it has to do with the fact that she seems to be very much like, fuck the industry when she don't want to be bothered. She just goes and sits down somewhere, yeah, which I completely understand. But if you're not putting a record out, you know, every six to eight months, if you're not staying with a new single and the new this, 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 then the Well, kids, she talks about
0: why, you know, she took a break, um... During the show, if you haven't, I suggest that you look up some dates for Jasmine Sullivan and go <laughs> and watch her. You won't regret it. But she talks about it and, you know, she is human and took a break because she needed one. And I appreciate that. But either way, the mu- new, the new music, the old music, everything slays. Her voice is phenomenal. And I'm just so excited for her album. Okay
1: good i can't Such wait to a hear big
0: it fan. then mm, so glad i got to see her i stood outside in 25 degrees 25 whole black stone cold american degrees i stood out there and i waited for that woman to come out and sing and she didn't let me down
1: i can't do it it's way too fucking cold outside and it happened literally overnight it was like one day it was 60 and then the next it was fucking 32 like, well really? i
0: said bitch she's not scared of lions tigers bears. so the least that i could do is get over my fear of this cold. So I just took my black ass out there and it was a great time.
1: Well, look at God.
0: Um, so yeah, this week in a segment that we like to call Fuck Them Niggas Over There. <laughs> <laughs> just every week. I don't know. Yeah, why not? Um. Oh, wait. Black Excellence.
1: Okay. I just thought you didn't have one.
0: No, no. Black Excellence this week goes out to a seven-year-old girl by the name of Leah Flynn from Sanford, Florida. Leah Flynn is basically a violin prodigy. Okay. (laughs) And told her mother that she wants to go to Ferguson to play her violin to try and promote peace. Because she didn't really understand what was going on when she saw photos and videos, I guess, on the news of the stuff going on in Ferguson. But what she did understand was that people looked sad. Oh. And so she wants to go out to oh. Ferguson and play her, her violin to make people happy and oh bring God. peace. And when I tell you that this little girl slays does that she? piece of instrument. I'm sure she does. She is so... First of okay. So I read this on theroot.com where I'm sure you can go over there and find it very easily, like on the main page or something. But the video they have, she talks about playing a song um, that her dad taught her uh, called Let There Be Peace. Mm-hmm. But the video they have is her playing the prayer. Okay. You know David Foster yeah. and, and Donna and Yolanda, that prayer. Okay. I had to stop it. A seven-year-old, it. really? I had to stop it at about 34 <laughs> seconds <laughs> because I just, the emotions, the feelings are everywhere. Oh, like I just, God. I didn't have time.
1: Wow. Just I'm going to so check that much. out. What a gift. Yeah. So. That's so sweet of her. Like, kids are just so, you know, they see people are sad and they just don't want people to be sad. Like, I just, I no. admire that about children. Some kids. Well, okay. You just hate kids. But that's very touching. This
0: one is great. Yes.
1: This particular baby is not offensive.
0: Um, So, great job over there, parents of young Leah Flynn. And in Sanford, a tab on top of it. Like, Sanford. Oh, in Sanford, Florida. Wow. Yeah. Um, And I'm sure she doesn't even know that. So, speaking of um, feelings and emotions, Mm -hmm. Solange got married this past weekend.
1: I thought she was going to be the black excellence. (laughs)
0: Because... The black excellence is to to showcase people that you probably don't know.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, because she... But she came out of nowhere with that dope-ass wedding. Like, you should have known, but... I kind
0: of knew that Solange was going to give... Like, I knew that her Solange was going to... Her Solange. (laughs) I knew that her wedding was going to be the shit. I don't think that I knew how awesome that... I just didn't really expect for us to get a glimpse of it so quickly. Right, right. Because, you know, with the family, which is a big part of the thing I love about them. They keep their business themselves. motherfucking self. And they I will share <laughs> photos and videos and fabrics and shit when they're ready. And that may be a decade later, but you're going to deal with it. And
1: that's just it. But nobody in that family is showing their literal booty hole on camera for checks. So. I
0: didn't think that. I thought that, you know, if anything, she's probably going to have this, you know, dope wedding and just enjoy herself. And we may see a couple of, you know, pictures of it. Next week, maybe a few more weeks, if that. Right. Like, if at all.
1: Like, one picture on Instagram, I thought, it was what it was going to be.
0: So, first, I saw the Knowles Carters. I saw them storm.
1: Yes. <laughs> Blue Ivy in her hair, though. Oh, God. It was
0: just so... It was, it was blown out. It was just very... It was, like, just... And
1: her little pearl-colored, like, Princess Tiana dress. I don't know what you call that design, but it had, like, the little whatever you call those overlapping leaves looking things on the skirt okay. it was do you know what i'm talking about though like I the dress i don't know what, what, you're what that about. i don't know fashion I don't so know but how, she looked adorable it was like Here's somebody who knows to put their two-year-old in clothes meant for a two-year-old. Like, they are baby clothes. Like, and that
0: little Creole cloud of a froze. Yes, just and it was floating. just so... And
1: I thought later, like, I wonder if she, like, combed it out like that so it would look like Solange's. Like, so their hair would match on the wedding day. It was just...
0: I'm not sure if she was a flower girl or if she was a ring bearer. I think she was... But there's I I wouldn't that even Beyonce be surprised posted. if Beyonce
1: had blue Ivy be, or if Solange had blue be the ring bearer, just to switch shit up. Just it to looks be like, like I she was do passing
0: them. She was definitely putting something in Solange's hands. Yeah. And I don't know if it was a ring or if it was some petals. <laughs> I don't know what it was that she did. But she it's had a job so and she cute. brought it. She brought it. She, <laughs> she brought her like, fucking a game. Okay,
1: to Annie. All right, I got it. It was so cute. But Solange, like, really. I just can't even... I don't know how you pulled this shit off, girl, because it was gorgeous. Well, we have to get
0: there. Okay. So, obviously, Beyonce looked great. Jay-Z and his suit were very nice as well. Then Miss Tina came out here, honey, (laughs) and Miss Tina decided that she was just going to give you all of it. Just, like... And not even really all of it, but just a... It's... So full, yes. so full. It's enough that this woman is just kind of like, at this point, she has to wake up every morning and be like, y'all are welcome. Right. Like, you're welcome. You are welcome.
1: I would do that. I would address the world every day when I woke up. Like, yes, I gave birth to the greatness that is Beyonce and Solange. You hoes are welcome. I am legacy grace. I am like throwback slay. And you will recognize and deal with it. She got rid of that old nigga and upgraded to some new and improved penis. And Miss Tina just, she looks happy. She looks like she don't have a fucking thing to worry about. She
0: looks so good. She
1: was snatched.
0: So then Solange comes out here and she's basically, it looked like they rode a bike to the wedding maybe. Yeah, like
1: they had matching white bikes with With flowers flowers and shit up on the the front. And then she
0: had on this pantsuit, which I thought was great. Her fro is just absolutely flourishing and kissing the sunlight. Um, Her now husband was Mm -hmm. dapper, but he's always, that nigga's always always in a suit. (laughs) Like he's always sharp.
1: He just, he always looks good. Like, damn. Um,
0: And just just looks like it looked like such a fun time, but then those photos of them all standing side by side, looking like American Horror Story (laughs) sledge. (laughs)
1: Yes, look at like just an army of like angels or bad bitches, just whatever you wanted to call them, but all of them in their white and then their different color shoes. Angie got like the I need to pee pose, and then Janelle is the only one smiling, but it was just, I thought it was just so cute. And for Solange to be just like, bitch, that cape. Like I'm
0: shouldn't have, have to do that.
1: <laughs> I'm here to save y'all from these tired ass celebrity weddings where people spend a gazillion dollars and go off to Italy and do whatever fuck bullshit and it looks a mess. Like I kept my shit low-key and in New Orleans and it was still gorgeous as fuck. That cape was everything, my nigga. With the gold cups. you could not tell <laughs> and for this bitch to have like three or four different outfit changes and for all of them to slay like they did. This bitch wore two different white pantsuits and looked good I in both of them. Say,
0: did not abandon the Woo! color scheme. Did not at I all abandon it. it. It was just so. And you, I'm sure they probably put that together in like a week. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like. I just, I, I just, I, I love them. It. I feel like they are very great. The whole family for me. I love them so much cuz I think they're a very great example of how one should approach celebrity. Yeah. Obviously there's you can't escape. Like, you know, you might smack the shit out of your husband. I mean, your your brother-in-law. <laughs> right. And might end up on the fucking internet for it. But at this I I'm going to be cautious and responsible in the way that I yes. present myself. And my craft.
1: But it also just seemed very true to Solange. Like, it was just all the stuff. When you looked at it, it didn't seem like contrived or anything. It was she just and her like, that's the type of thing Solange would do to no to flex, no flex zone. When Jules hit the nay nay, I was like, I'm, I'm actually done. Like, clock me out. I'm going the fuck home.
0: This is why I love. I just because that's all I need. Like, I don't want to know all of their business. Yes, I I don't don't want to to see every. You know, all of their pores. I don't need all of that. Mm -hmm. But if just every now and then, like a little glimpse into (laughs) what's going on, like y'all enjoying a party, yes, or you know. At a concert, I get a, a tiny millisecond view of Blue Ivy, you know, <laughs> feasting on the hopes and dreams of lessers. Like, those are moments that I'm just like, this was really great. Thank you so much. Yes. And I'm good. Like, I don't need to know all your business. Exactly. I love that about certain celebrities Beyonce, Solange, Jay Z, especially. But yes. then you have plenty of other people, like, for instance, Eric Badu. I stand down for Erica Badu and when she shows us like parts of her personal life like on her vine when she's showing clips of her kids you know playing out in the rain or singing with her kids like it's just like if you go like people are gonna be in your business regardless because you're famous so you might as well if you gonna share your business share it your way and do it right. That's what I'm saying. I
1: don't see nothing wrong with that. I much prefer it to these hoes who are out here selling every piece of their personal lives for another dollar amount. Feeling like whatever it is they can do to keep people talking is all that they need to be successful in life. I'm quite over those people. So, My hat's off to you, Solange. That was a gorgeous ass wedding. Congratulations.
0: Speaking of those people, Erica Mena is apparently... um retiring from the game
1: okay i need you to stop talking about her like i know who that is or like anybody (laughs) like anybody should know who that is isn't that i mean but like we're not just gonna say erica mena like she is a legit celebrity
0: so erica mena is um
1: on love and an
0: ex-kardashian cashier our sales associate um
1: did she really used to work at Kardashian? Yes, closet? she
0: used to work at the Kardashian. Club she there. really did. Yes.
1: Okay, fine. And that's the one fucking Bow Wow. Yeah. See, I be keeping track of my low budget <sighs> celebrities.
0: So, Erica and I apparently graduated from selling water for their Kim and Courtney and the rest of them to, you know, finding I guess the right rapper. Or she has a baby by somebody who, I don't know, was in, like, Terror Squad or New Edition. I don't know. (laughs) 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 Bitch, Terror Squad or New Edition? So, I don't know. She has a baby by somebody who does something in the (laughs) music industry or did. I don't know who he is. But I know that because she was, like, on Star at one point fighting him in the street, like, outside of a BBQs or something. Whatever. Of course she
1: was. Of course she was. So, then
0: she went on Love and Hip Hop and fucked whoever, you know, wanted to. And then... Um... She was uh, bisexual. From Anyway, the point is now she's uh, with Bow Wow. Uh, and while I believed that this was all a ploy for the-, the next season of Love and Hip Hop New York, she claims that after she gets married, she and Bow Wow are engaged. Okay. Um, that she will be quitting reality TV to be a wife.
1: To be a wife.
0: When asked by Vibe, do you plan to stay on TV once you're married? She says, quote, no, it's time to be a wife. It's time to be the woman my man needs. My man don't need a girl that's on TV. My man needs a girl by his side. Your man needs way more than that
1: but your man already has a girl on tv so how the fuck what What changes just because y'all signed a marriage license i don't see i hate when you bring up these idiot dizzy ass dumb ass silly ass simple ass bitches like why even talk if you're gonna say something that because it's
0: also like celebratory because if she's not (laughs) going to be doing reality tv that is a lie
1: remember when chris brown said he wasn't making music no more that was a lie this bitch is going to be on TV. All somebody has to do well, is wave a Well, Chris Brown still has now.
0: the opportunity to offer, offer like a good record because he's capable of making good record. So someone is going to buy. People are buying Chris Brown's album. Like whether you hate him or not, he has something to offer. Erica Manna does not.
1: Okay. I mean, but regardless, like...
0: Literally nothing. (laughs) I'm
1: wondering what she has done for her to be a quote-unquote celebrity. Like, what is she famous for?
0: Listen... It can't be having a baby by a a D-list rapper. You have people like Kim Kardashian. You have people like Paris Hilton. You have, you know, several video vixens that have proven that all you really have to do is wear that bodycon dress, honey. (laughs) Okay. And beat that face, bitch, and ex- install those weaves. Yes. And if your pussy is in the right place at the right time, you too, okay. can have a Rolex.
1: So nothing then is what you tell. Absolutely me. nothing. All right, fantastic.
0: And so, if it's true that Erica Amanda plans on quitting reality TV after she marries Bow Wow, then it will just it will it will be a few months before you know the clubs stop offering. Um, appearance fees, right? And we just no longer are speaking about her, and I'm ecstatic. Like I'm very excited for that day to come. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and then it'll be just a few more months after that when they get divorced, and she's right back on TV
0: talking about it. And I also um admire the fact that she is willing to stand by Bow outside wow after he just lost his job. <laughs> you know, one o six in Park is. A thing of the nigga past. I had
1: to really think about what job Bow Wow had. Right. That 106 in Park. Well, it's going digital. It's not just dead.
0: You can miss me with whatever it is <laughs> that you just said.
1: Well, I was trying to look at the bright side. But yeah, 106 in Park is done. And it should be. like, Ain't nobody checking for countdown shows no more. I don't even think it has Unless that format gonna anymore. Unless
0: they're going to bring back Cedar's World. Okay. Because I'll watch the fuck out of Cedar's We Park.
1: can't have Cedar's World in 2014. It can't happen. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's just, it's a different time. We can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. That's not going to work. It's not. No. I'm sorry. the, <laughs> She had her time and place what if in they just Young like, Urban History, but that's it.
0: What if they just made, like, a virtual Niecy Nash and had her, like, voice it?
1: Mm. So, are you basically asking what if they had Cedar? Because I feel like Niecy Nash. But
0: Nie- if it's Niecy Nash, it's not like they're just making up some virtual. But it's this. Niecy
1: Nash being, like, a character that you know about her, not her being herself, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's
1: being like a cedar character so
0: or the girl, the young girl who was dating um who dated Josh from Drake and Josh on the Mindy project. Okay, now you're doing. No, it. no, no, no. You know Josh from the show Drake and Josh.
1: No, I don't. I never watched Drake and Josh.
0: Okay, you know the girl on the Mindy project, <laughs> the wish- nurse, the black nurse on oh, the Mindy project. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Who at first was kind of like ghetto fabulous and was like what are you doing here and then yeah. you realize that she was actually smart as fuck. Yeah like like make that. her mm. the new cedar or
1: just let it go or just, just let don't it, do it at all and just don't go. listen to me
0: because just, my ideas are terrible <laughs> just um, let it go all together so good luck you know with um like mike three or whatever these people are, are
1: so like ugh, bow wow really and for him to get I have the nerve to get on instagram and put up that picture of them and be like people keep comparing us
0: to j-lo and diddy girl shut your mouth because they don't that's a lie Bow
1: Wow, nobody ever said that till you said that. Like I
0: really want to know who lied. Show me so the nigga who
1: said, Y'all remind me of J Lo and Diddy for real. I show me that person. So I can call them a liar till they think Show me the
0: people. Because the way that it was the way that Bow Wow was put it, it was right. like there like it was just an like inescapable comparison. Right. Everybody just kept no, they weren't. No, they were not. No, they sure didn't. Because Diddy and J-Lo do things.
1: Yes, Diddy and J-Lo both had careers. They had And still worked Like, these were people who contributed something to the world of entertainment. Erica Mena is, I don't even know what the fuck. Like, you Diddy, just,
0: you brought this girl up out of nowhere. Diddy and J-Lo could literally stop working because they've worked so much yes. that they don't have they to They don't anymore. need to
1: do shit else.
0: You have child support. Both of you. <laughs> Okay. Both of you have child support for Erica children Mina that are has, not like you don't have to gather.
1: Okay. All right. This is whatever. Good. Because Vala
0: has a baby mama over here and she wants the money on time. Yeah, of course she does. And I actually think that Erica Mena might have custody of her son. I don't really know. Okay. But well, e- even if she does, somebody's grandmama is taking care of him.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say is she raising him. So anyway.
0: Um a lot of you were asking me what I thought about this Aaliyah movie. And the answer is, I didn't think about it. That's it. Um, That's really it. I wasn't watching it. I didn't even remember that it was coming on. It was literally until all of you accosted my mentions with these lifetime be-like uh, black Twitter memes. <laughs> that I was like, oh, that shit must have came on tonight."
1: Right. Because didn't we tell y'all about this? I'm, no, I don't even have to ask because I know... As well as I know my name, that we told y'all this movie's gonna be some bullshit. We gave y'all several warnings.
0: We didn't nobody have to. in Aaliyah's
1: life signed off on it. They didn't even have clearance to use her fucking music.
0: Well, I don't think that we needed to tell y'all that. I'm I was gonna say I'm very certain that I told y'all I'm not watching it <laughs> <laughs> like
1: Oh, I definitely said that.
0: I'm very sure that I informed Mm -hmm. the internet that I am not participating in that bullshit that Lifetime is talking about. Mm -hmm. And I meant it. I think that y'all thought that I was joking. No,
1: every syllable. I meant it, like, very seriously. I'm not watching that fucking movie. I did not, and I shall not. I don't care. I already knew it was going to be some bullshit, and so did y'all. Y'all watched it for reasons only God can understand.
0: Wendy Williams... um she responded to the backlash on her show, of course. And basically, without addressing the fact that the movie was apparently terrible, which we all knew, <laughs> right? she decided to highlight the fact that it was like the second most watched TV movie this year behind Flowers in the Attic.
1: <laughs> Why wouldn't you? You might as well look on the bright side.
0: And, you know, she said something like, Whether you liked it or you didn't, you watched it. So here's the problem. The bitch is right. Yep. (laughs) she's very correct and that is the exact reason i told johnny that i wasn't going to watch this damn movie because lifetime knew they knew that they moved they were making a movie that was trash wendy williams is the one that told them that they were making a movie that was trash on her fucking tv show and they called her ass up and basically said well if you don't like it do it yourself and she did you don't even have to talk about the fact that the nigga who was playing Timbaland looked like Arnaz from one on one mm-hmm. and the bitch that played Missy looked like La Boulevard is mm-hmm. like we don't have to talk about any of that. We can just simply talk about the fact the the manner in which this this production was being handled, the manner in which the production basically you had one girl from Nickelodeon or 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 Disney quit because you already didn't know what the fuck she, you were doing. <laughs> and that girl was like, well, you know what? You know what? I'm not going to have my career ruined. <laughs> like, I'm 17, 16, 18, however the fuck old Zendaya is, or Zendaya, whatever the fuck her name is. She's like, you know what? I have so much future left and I'd like for it to be bright, bitch. So, what y'all aren't going to do is bury me mm-hmm. a G. Yes. So, goodbye. After that, they had whoever the fuck this girl was come in here and do it. And then they just gave the shit to Wendy. But y'all God, watched bitch. it anyway. We had every piece of evidence that that movie was going to be trash and you watched it anyway do you know how tv works you want to know why you can just turn on the clicker and watch a show like this i'm gonna explain it to you for maybe a couple of y'all who don't understand what a commercial is So, TV shows like networks usually run these things called commercials. And commercials are advertisements that the network is paid to play so that they can make money for these productions. This is how they make their money back plus more. So, when you watch the show, anyway, even though you knew it was going to be garbage and you did it just to you know, make these memes and just to laugh and blah blah blah, even though Aaliyah's family is not laughing, even though Aaliyah's friends are not laughing, even though real Aaliyah fans who probably wear her t-shirt to bed every night, them niggas ain't laughing. You watch it anyway just to laugh and talk about how bad it is and then have the nerve to be in Wendy Williams mentions or adding Lifetime and their fucking mentions and talk about how they're trash and they should be ashamed of themselves and all this stuff. They don't give a fuck. They knew that that movie was going to be garbage and they knew you Asses were gonna watch it anyway, and they were gonna make money from it. Yep. They don't give a fuck that the family, the friends, the fans are pissed about it. They give a fuck about the dog. They don't give a fuck about Aaliyah. They couldn't even use her music and still they, made and the they movie. Still made That's it. how you
1: know they didn't care about nothing but a fucking check. That's and they exactly got their check you know.
0: because y'all gave it to them anyway. So, no, I don't know what the Aaliyah movie was like. I'm not concerned. I chose not to be a part of it. And maybe the next time that y'all submit, like this Whitney, Whitney Houston music. movie. Maybe the next time that they have a a flaw-ass movie or show or whatever coming out that you know is going to be trash, you'll just ignore it. So that they can't make it again.
1: No, y'all won't. Y'all gonna go ahead and watch it anyway because you don't truly give a shit about supporting something that is decent. You just want to get these tweets off. So go on and participate in your trending topics. But don't sit up and bitch about how shitty the movie was or run up in people's mentions like trying to start an argument and writing all these think pieces about how terrible the movie was. You knew it was going to be garbage and you watched it anyway. So terribleness is what you deserved. Congratulations. You earned it.
0: Um... So, we have to talk about Bill Cosby.
1: Girl, girl, listen. Now, I haven't eaten since 8 a.m. And I just, I'm peckish. I don't, I'm not certain I have the energy to go into how deep Bill Cosby's fuckery truly runs.
0: Well, we don't really need to. All we need to acknowledge is the fact that Bill Cosby is 77 years old. And Bill Cosby has apparently been dodging rape allegations since, like, The Last Supper. (laughs) Um,
1: Uh, bitch I wasn't ready I'm sorry because people
0: are coming forward and saying that oh yeah Bill Cosby raped or molested me or whatever drugged me in like 1960 something Right. it's Um, seriously been
1: like 30 40 years
0: and I think at this point he has like 15 different women who are accusing him of this Um, one including Janice Dickinson who came out of nowhere and said that Cosby drugged her and basically she woke up in in his bed or something the next day and her pajamas were off and there was like semen between her legs. Oh, and, like the last thing that she remembers is Bill Cosby like taking his robe off and getting on top of her and the next thing she knows she woke up the next day. Oh, his lawyer comes forward and says that she's lying about that and whatnot. And I mean, it could very well be a lie. It could not be a lie, but even if Janice Dickinson is not, I don't. I find it hard to believe that Janice Dickinson is just coming out of nowhere and it's just like, oh yeah, girl, Bill Cosby fucking. Like it doesn't. But even if she's not I don't telling see the any truth, any
1: reason to assume that she's lying?
0: I don't. Even if she is lying, you still have fourteen other girls in line. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Right. Um, but yeah, his lawyer is. I think he put out a statement and said that the allegations. Are all false? Okay, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You want
1: us to believe fifteen different girls across the span of three or four different decades who don't know each other are all lying on you?
0: Not to mention Bill. See the problem here, and I have this problem as well. Is that when you think of Bill Cosby, you think of Cliff Huxtable, you think of Claire, right? You think. Well, some people. I think most people probably do. Yeah. I think of a different world. I think of like sesame street and Jell-O and Pudding pops and yeah. just like this awesome it's just like um the dad from seventh heaven yeah it's hard sometimes to differentiate the person from the character that they played right. you know and when you really think about it Bill Cosby was out here running the streets with like richard pryor and a whole bunch of other comedians that have had like that have notoriously had um trouble with yeah. like drugs and right. women and all kinds. of So it's not like if you really know Bill Cosby's history, it's not hard to believe that especially in the 60s and 70s that he was out here being a hot ass mess, being disgusting, really. Right, it's really not. It's just very it, I can also admit that it's a hard pill to swallow cuz it's Bill Cosby. You know, like I love Bill Cosby, but at the same time it's, it doesn't excuse his dirty dick nastiness.
1: Right, like you you love what you what you thought Bill Cosby was, or like the image of Bill Cosby like Because definitely when you think of him, I think the fact that 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 the Cosby show like Cliff Huxtable, like that is the person you think of. And that's who like he's like the childhood dad for everybody. And that shit has been in syndication ever since. So it's just like that is the image you think of when you think of Bill Cosby. You don't think of like some nasty ass rapist. And so it's hard for me too to like separate The image that I've had of him in my head for all these years against, you know, like all these allegations. But first of all, how has this been like a secret or nobody really gave a shit for this long? Because I cannot believe I I have not heard about anything like anything like this with Bill Cosby.
0: The thing is, I'm not 100 percent sure if this is accurate, but I have heard from a couple of different sources that Hannibal Buyer which is a comedian that was like on Broad City and the Eric Andre show and shit, like yeah. Hannibal Burris, I guess, had a uh, a show recently where he brought it up and said like, "Do people forget about all this?" I don't really know because I haven't seen like a clip of it or anything, but this is where I heard was kind of like one of the places that these stories started to come back out from. Like okay. people were like, "Wait, what?" Right. <laughs> and, like. And, and so, so started to dig deeper, wow. and so now it's all over the place. So I don't know if that's like hundred percent accurate, but that's where I heard it from. Either way, the allegations of him raping women aren't like, you know, undocumented. I guess he has a team that has just been very good at burying it or wow. you know brushing, uh, brushing it underneath the rug or whatever. But.
1: I'm fucking real. Yeah. Well, In the days of social came. media now and
0: shit <laughs> like this and memes and your team is asking people to make memes that out of you. That was so fucking foolish. It's just not a very good...
1: NBC and Netflix both cut him like they had upcoming Cosby projects. I think yeah. Netflix had a special and NBC was doing a series or something. Both of that shit.
0: Comedy Central also like either pushed back or canceled some special.
1: TV Land decided to stop running the syndicated episodes of the Cosby show like it like the fallout is here and that's like that's not even just his checks like what is keisha knight pulliam supposed to do now go make beauty shop for like shit like that is like look at the rest of that cast shit them is checks like you you didn't just fuck up for yourself bill like you fucked up all a whole bunch of different people's livelihoods now like all the people who were supposed to be working on these productions for these different networks like Not saying that, you know, you shouldn't rape because you might have financial consequences. You shouldn't rape because it's your responsibility to keep your fucking penis to yourself. But, like, just all this bullshit with Bill Cosby has been, like, a lot over the past few days. And it seems like every day it's a new girl coming out talking about some nasty shit that that he did. And I just cannot excuse it or let it go just because he's Bill Cosby. Like, I've seen a lot of people, most of them on Facebook, because that's where I tend to come across people
0: with more anyway that's where I tend to not be ever because Facebook girl
1: yeah so mostly on Facebook I've seen people who are like I just don't believe that about Bill Cosby because he's always been so nice this is like like they know Bill Cosby (laughs) right like they kick it at Bill Cosby's house three nights a week like that's just they nigga like they call Camille Ainey like nigga you don't know Bill Cosby whatever you think you might know about him or whatever you've seen about him on TV don't mean that's how he really is so it's just a fucked up situation all around I'm disgusted
0: well, to make it even more fucked up, um Don Lemon's stupid ass was on I'm whatever one her. of these shows. I'm She's over just really so her. exhausting. Where
1: is TJ Holmes? Can he not come fill in for this nigga? Oof because don lemon has just done
0: is a good fine piece of (laughs) political commentary
1: oh my god don lemon is just such a fucking dipshit i assume you saw or read the transcript of this
0: interview i read it because i don't even want to see don lemon's face or hear his fucking voice but um for those of you who don't know don lemon and Don Lemon is uh like a notorious dumbass and um just always consistently just says something dumb. Has something stupid to say all the time. Uh he was interviewing a woman who was one of the women who made allegations that she was raped by Bill Cosby and she said something about him like forcing oral sex on her. Ugh. To which this dumbass decided to ask her because he quote had to ask. Really? this was such a pertinent you question. had to? Like, you, this is- he basically, in the most awkward way possible, asked her whether or not she could have, like, bit... This is... Okay. <laughs> like, it's so stupid. She asked him, like... He asked her basically why she didn't just bite his dick off. Yeah. Like,
1: like why she didn't just use her teeth. What was was, just like
0: What was worse it was he kind of worded it like, Isn't it possible to prevent someone from forcing oral sex on you? And it's just kind of like she was
1: just like what? Right. Like I was drugged though. Like and that and she was like I actually felt bad for her because it seemed like he was asking her, like, what steps should you have taken in order to not have been raped? Which is that why night?
0: a lot of people were pissed.
1: Right. And that's the, the whole reason I'm pissed. Like, don't sit around and blame turn around and frame these questions like it's somehow this girl's fault that this shit happened to her. Like, nigga, you so completely of all, out of line. This is not a girl.
0: This is a grown ass woman. So, for you to sit there and ask this old lady why she didn't bite somebody's dick instead of, (laughs) like, what a fucking idiot. Shut up your mouth lemon cake
1: right shut your mouth if you need to be asking anybody questions about their decisions during a rape you need to be asking the rapist why he decided to drug and rape somebody don't ask the victim why she didn't bite his dick off like oh okay so maybe so what if she does use her teeth don lemon then what she gets a nice bite out of bill cosby's dick and then what happens he's already raping her what do you think is the next step do you think he's gonna hesitate to choke the shit out of her or beat her ass or kill her no like this is just so fucking dumb asking a, a, a victim of a violent sexual attack why they didn't respond with violence when the person who is attacking them is taller and heavier is just fucking dumb like it was just stupid like even if he wasn't any bigger it was just a fucking dumbass question to ask and what's even worse is cnn supports this fucking buffoonery 100 because they said that he will not be facing any disciplinary action for that shit none at all
0: i'm sure he won't and you cnn know is
1: garbage though like y'all act like it's not because so many of y'all get picked from Twitter or whatever to go randomly appear on CNN so y'all try to act like it's still reputable and not a mess. It's a fucking mess. And I don't watch CNN just like I don't click on fucking world star links. Like y'all equally garbage in my eyes.
0: I took it like because he came afterwards you know and said because you know as a a survivor of molestation or whatever that I would never etc etc whatever bitch. I honestly feel like at this point People, like, execs, are telling his dumb ass, say this so people will watch. And he's just the shameless nigga that will just say
1: it. I really think, like, either... I don't even know if if execs are saying it, but, like, maybe one time he said something stupid and noticed that he got a lot more attention and was like, hmm, I could say stupid shit all the time and turn this into a career. Like, I feel like that's kind of the road he's on. Possibly. I don't even think Don Lemon truly believes in the shit he's saying. Like, you can't. Like... I want to believe that he's smarter than this, but that shit was so far out of line. I cannot believe CNN is not even, like, suspending this nigga. Nothing at all. Like, no disciplinary action at all for asking a rape victim what she could have done to prevent her rape. Like, really? Okay. The
0: whole corn chip face ass bitch. I I can't can't stand. Stand. Mm Mm-mm. Don Lemon. Don
1: Lemon can go, and so can CNN, honestly.
0: So that's this week's... um, all the topics in our segment right. that we call um bitch <laughs> get the fuck right and we're gonna take a break and be right back with questions hey guys do you know what's awesome free snacks that's right i said those two words in that order snacks for the free you can go get you some free snacks right now at naturebox.com slash the read we talk about them all the time naturebox is a subscription service that gives you snacks with no artificial flavors colors or sweeteners zero trans fat and definitely no evil high fructose corn syrup. So go over to naturebox.com slash the read. You can get a free trial box of five snacks. If you're anything like me and like to kick back with your belly button out and just eat something delicious, Nature Box is the place to start.
1: Yeah, guys, you can get NatureBox sent to your home or your office. You can stockpile them for when you're on the go. They're great in the morning if you happen to miss breakfast or in the afternoon if you need a little pick-me-up. There's all kinds of different options. They have watermelon fruit chews, which you know I personally just i am very interested in that, the mango almond bites, garlic pumpkin seeds, cherry crumble granola. There's so many different options, like fury said. So head on over to naturebox.com slash the read and try Nature Box for free. You get a trial box of five snacks. You are very welcome. So, again, head on over to naturebox.com slash the R-E-A-D for your free trial right now.
0: That's right. Check out Nature Box. You're going to love them. And let's get back to the show. All right. So it's time for... Listener letters.
1: Yeah, it is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. And we're going to start this week with a question from Princess, who says, I'm For currently. My cry mob? Uh, no, I'm going to guess not, although that did occur to me. Okay. Um, and Princess says, I am currently in the best relationship of my life, but there's one little problem he cannot dress. <laughs> I pride myself on being fashion savvy, and I think it is important to look fabulous when you leave the house. Unfortunately, my boyfriend couldn't care less about what he looks like, and I I don't even think he turns on the light when he gets dressed. He just grabs a shirt and shorts or pants along with his favorite sandals. (laughs) Okay. We've been together for one and a half years now, and I've asked him several times to at least try to look presentable when we go out. But if I don't literally lay out his clothes for him, he will come out in his tragic uniform. I love him and don't want to be the nagging bitch girlfriend. However, this shit is driving me crazy. I feel so guilty for being mad because this feels super vain, and this is way too much work to physically dress a grown man. How do I address this in a non-bitchy way to help him adjust his sense of style, at least when he is out with me? Hmm. That's Princess's problem princess girl (sighs) so what he can't dress like no is that really a is it really that big of a deal
0: well i think it's here's the thing first of all we have to acknowledge that men are lazy (laughs) especially when it comes to their appearance men i won't say that men are lazy they just don't most men don't put as much like thought into their appearance when they go out. Damn sure don't put thought into what the fuck they got on when they are in the house. <laughs> Not in in comparison to women. Okay. You know because obviously society and other women are hard on women when it comes to hair, skin, ma- I don't give a fuck about none of, everything of that. I walk out the
1: side looking crazy as hell. Cuz who is going to try me? Like I'm grown. I can do what I want to do. I'm just saying.
0: I mean, you're right. Okay. I think that um, if you're in the greatest relationship ever and he can't dress, then why don't you just like go shopping with him or you know buy him a nice button down and be like, oh, wear this. I think that you you, or just
1: pick out his clothes for him since you love doing. Bitch, ain't nobody trying to do.
0: Well, if she likes, right? He said he
1: don't mind. Like apparently he doesn't. Like fight back when she lays out the clothes, he's like, "Fine, I'll put that on." She's just like, she's tired of having to dress him. So how does she make him care? But I just don't think you can. Like, yeah,
0: I don't think like if you don't really give a fuck about what you have on or what you look, you're probably just not going to. Like, yes, usually the things that influence people to look nice when they go out is either their own desire to like be bad when they (laughs) walk out, or. They're trying to get someone's attention and or keep someone's attention, whatever. Yeah. This nigga got your attention, and obviously he's been keeping it even in a dirty white tee and some cargo <laughs> shorts or whatever the fuck this nigga wears when he goes out. You know, it's Olive Garden with you, but I just feel like- Not to
1: Olive Garden. You
0: know, or wherever it is that you all love to dine, you know, um, Cheesecake Factory or Mr. Chow, I don't know, y'all. Um, I just don't see clothes as being that big of a deal. Well, when you go out with someone, like when you're out with your boo, you want to, you know
1: As long as you're dressed for the occasion, like don't wear jeans and tennis shoes to like a formal event. I really don't care. Or don't wear like some crazy don't wear like a lime green zoot suit to like my cousin's wedding. Like don't embarrass me. But
0: If If you're you're going to go see, you know, Medea digs her own grave but doesn't (laughs) die. Like, if y'all just running down the street to go to the movies. Can you not? Then fuck it, you know? (laughs) But if y'all are like going to a party and you go see people you know there or, you know, sometimes I feel like you can just like emphasize. Let's put something together here. Let's wash behind our ears. Let's brush our tongue. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to remind niggas this shit sometimes. <laughs> you really honestly do. Do
1: you have to tell them to brush their tongue? You them. have to Why remind anybody niggas anybody date men? You have to tell them to brush their tongue? Some of them, yes. That is disgusting. Like, what is wrong with y'all? And niggas
0: won't well, admit it, but they're fucking gross. Like, guys are just... I bet they put on cruel. the same drawers
1: every day. Unless Some somebody do. is there to make sure that they're not. Like, same <laughs> socks... Like, I bet y'all do a sniff test. Do you know how
0: many times you've probably gone over to a nigga's house to quote unquote chill, and he cleaned that shit up 15 seconds before (laughs) you came to the door? And by clean that shit up, I mean he stuffed everything in the closet?
1: That is. Just, I have noticed that men have a different standard of cleanliness for like their home.
0: Absolutely. Like
1: what they consider presentable for somebody else to come over and kick it in. I'm just like this is utter filth. Like you expect people to sit down in this.
0: I'm super messy, but if this I'm gonna environment have,
1: teeming with bacteria. Like it's disgusting in here.
0: If I'm gonna have like a guest or somebody come over, like if I know that my shit is a mess, it's just like no. Yeah, I just won't have you come over. Like,
1: you just can't. I'm sorry, you can't come over. It's that filthy. Like, I won't let you
0: in my home. If you want him to look like, you know, an Aniche ad or something, then I don't really know what to tell you. Okay. You know, or like.
1: Anitra was quite random. Is that still manufactured? I don't
0: know. It might be. It just came out of my mouth. Sean John. Okay.
1: Polo. Rockaware. I'm just coming up with brands.
0: You're just talking about. Literally, like clothing ads that were in the back of the source. I
1: mean, that was probably the last time I gave a shit about clothes, honestly. I'm the, I feel like the boyfriend in this letter. Like, and, but I'm worse because if you pick out clothes for me, I'm probably going to tell you to kiss my ass or suck my dick. Like, I don't, if I don't want to wear it, I'm just not going to. Like, what's the big ass deal? You don't have to be with me if you don't like it.
0: If he looks like a complete slob when you're going out, like, on a date, then just talk to him about it. But I don't think that you're going to, like, I don't think that you're going to inspire him to go shopping and, like, change his wardrobe out. You ain't Kanye West and he's not Kim Kardashian.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on. Our next question comes from Felicia. And it says, recently my friends and I came home from a night of drinking and partying to retreat to our boyfriends as we usually do. (laughs) What? (laughs) On this particular night, my one friend came back to our apartment unusually quick and pretty pissed off because she caught her boyfriend in bed with another girl. We proceeded to go the entire fuck off and hyped each other up and drove over to his house. I brought a bottle to use, but then quickly remembered our dear friend, DeBrat, and her situation, so I calmed my ass down with that. Amen. Good job. Mm -hmm. When we got there, my friend and the girl got into a quick fight, and she came out with her nose bleeding. We went up after that, but his mother proceeded to come out, so we all left.
0: Work. (laughs) Jesus. Jesus.
1: But when we got home, there was a lot of yelling, crying, and everything in between. I was fully prepared to have this nigga killed or beat up for disrespecting my friend.
0: So, wait. He was fucking somebody at his mama's house?
1: That's what I just realized. Like, so you had the adept. So, So, not only was your friend fucking him in his mama's house, he was fucking a side bitch in his mama's house. Like, that nigga is quite brave. Does he have a separate entrance or some shit? Because... I'm thinking about living with my mama. In the garage. I would not be having no rotating lineup of hoes in my mama's house. Like that's not happening. But anyway, we're not even done with the letter. However, not even a full week after she tells me that she, not even a full week after she tells me that she invited him over and had birthday sex with him. Okay. I have lost so much respect for her and I cannot figure out why she even gave this fuckboy her time. I'm so pissed at myself for going the fuck off like that because had I known she was just going to turn around and fuck him I wouldn't have gotten mad and I would have kept my black ass in the house that night. Am I doing too much or am I being judgmental for feeling this way? Is it fair to resent your friend after you turned up for her and then she turned around and fucked the nigga a week later?
0: So here's the thing. Um, why do you have the look on your face? <laughs> I think that I think that you have every right to be resentful or to feel resentful towards your friend because mm-hmm. you was ready to like do hard time. Yeah. Like you, like you
1: went over there ready to fight.
0: Like you had to be like, you know what, I cannot bust this bottle of gray goose <laughs> over this nigga's head because I will literally go down. And it's just not I don't have yes, time for that. Yes. Like you were really ready.
1: Proud of you for showing some restraint there, actually.
0: Um The thing is, I don't know, if this maybe this was like the first experience that she's had with this friend where some shit like this went down. Um, And you just have to use this example because people are complicated when it comes to matters of the heart, when it comes to love. Some people are very easy, you know, for something terrible to fucking happen between them and their guy or them and that girl and jump right back into bed with them. It happens literally every day. I think that you have every right to be pissed. And I think that you have the right to tell your friend that you're pissed about it. Mm -hmm. And I think you also have the right to express to your friend if this ever happens to you again, God forbid it doesn't. But if it does call someone else
1: apparently they all live together but 100 percent on
0: someone else's do bed not anymore. run
1: up in my iMessage message talking about bitch i caught this nigga in bed with another woman because first of all honey we've read this story before and i'm not a fan of repeats so don't tell me that your nigga did the same fucked up shit to you twice because by that point I'm bored and I'm wondering why you're not bored. Are you not tired of getting cheated on? I don't know. I don't understand why this had to happen multiple times and for you to be, still be shocked about it. Like, And furthermore he top. cheated
0: on you and he cheated on you at his mama's house. In his
1: mama's house. There's no
0: reason that your pussy should still be on the offering. Much
1: less a week later. If I tar- now I have done this for friends. I have turned up like this, rolled out to a nigga's house with my friends because they caught their nigga doing some shit. I have been that friend in the back seat, like so I understand 100 percent bitch if you have me get up and this was after the club so they were drunk probably high and like had to be after 2 a.m. bitch if you have me outside in the middle of the fucking night Ready to whoop a nigga ass, and then his mama come outside, and we dealing with all that. And a week later, you fucking him. Don't never talk to me about riding out on that nigga ever the fuck again. Don't ever bring it the don't don't talk ever to me about bring it
0: up out on any nigga Just don't talk again. to me about
1: him. It-, it would behoove you to not bring him around me because I'm gonna talk stank about him to his face, and I'm gonna dare him to say something to me. What like what is your nigga gonna do to me? I would love to know. Please do something because I have something to say about your raggedy ass and your raggedy or ass for taking him back like i would feel a way i would definitely feel a way that my, i would feel like my time had been wasted and like just don't have people if you know that you're the type to where if this nigga call you and say some sweet words you just gonna go running back into his bed anyway don't call your friends and have them get mad on your behalf like don't have people taking time out of their day when they could have been asleep at home high watching tv like what the fuck chilling the fuck out fucking they man who ain't busy fucking somebody <laughs> else at his mama's house like wow. they could have been doing their own shit but no they got up out the bed to go whoop a nigga ass for you if you know you're just gonna turn around and give him some pussy a week later then bitch don't call your friends deal with it on your own
0: what do you do when you are the one that is stuck in an emotional situation with someone who you know ain't very good, who you know ain't shit maybe. And you don't like because it's ridiculous to just to assume that someone can How do I say this? I feel like I'm way more articulate when I'm high. Um I don't think that I think true. it's a little ridiculous to to just assume that people Can just say fuck this nigga because he obviously ain't shit like I feel like a lot of people, if not most people can say that at some time they were dealing with someone who they knew they shouldn't be with, but Mm -hmm. it's just hard to let it go. So what do you do when you're in that situation? and because see what i do is i usually spread the complaint out among different friends so if i'm like i'll complain to one friend or one set of friends and then if i have a complaint again i'll just go say to somebody else because i'm not gonna keep going back to the same friend because they don't like because nobody
1: you don't want to hear that like if it was your friend coming to you about the same nigga twice in one month like oh girl he had his up to his old tricks again you would be like okay bitch like come on now
0: like he been up to his his right, all his for seven years. His, <laughs> like, like, like okay,
1: girl, I'm we not know
0: doing this bullshit. I'm not, with you not right, but
1: I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I understand your question. Like, what if you're the one in the relationship? No, I'm
0: saying, what is there to be said for friendship where one person is like? Stupid in love, basically, and unable to just see the shit for what it is. And the other friend or friends are tired of fucking hearing it about is it. So like, ex- right? I feel it's like exhausting. we get this question from one side or the other all the time on the show. <laughs> it happens at all the live shows. Like someone comes up to the microphone and says that. You know, I'm tired of my fucking friend telling yes. to you know talk to me about this fucking. And there boy. she go right there she's in row right three, there.
1: seat nine. Like y'all be clowning the shit out of your friends all the time. Shows. But like it is eighty. It's a good eighty percent of the letters in the inbox are something to do with a fuck nigga. And what do I do about my friend and this fuck nigga? Like it's nothing you can do. You cannot make a grown person do shit, and you cannot explain it to her better than she can live it. Meaning. I can sit here and say to you all day long, you need to quit fucking with that nigga. He's been fucking around with seven other bitches. You caught two of them. You saw the tape on three of them. Like, you you so much evidence time and time again. And you and continue to ridiculous. fuck with this nigga. So what, what can I even say after... After the first time that I've counseled you through this, I don't know what else to say. Because the first time I gave you all I had. Like, I gave you... If you come to me with advice, oh, my God, girl, this nigga done fucked up. I give it to you. Like, I'm going to give it to you if you ask for it.
0: Some people have to, I think, really overcome that fight. And I think that if and when you do that, you'll probably be better for a future relationship. Like, you probably might start dating someone who is abusive, whether it be physically, emotionally, whatever, mm-hmm. and be like, oh, fuck all of that right here and right now and move on. But it can be hard when you are, like, very deeply in love with someone and they are toxic, basically, to you, whether they mean to be or not. And you can't let it go. It's not li- like... I think it's easy to say, well, you know, you can blame that person because you kind of can, but it's so common that people are stuck in relationships where they're unhappy because they just simply love the person. That yeah, it but makes you can't all kinds make of, of complications, which is why I said, bitch, I'll complain to your ass. And then if I want to talk to you about that nigga again, I'll wait until another season.
1: But you can't, like,. But as the as the person who is the friend And not the person in the relationship I can't make you be fed up I can't be fed up on your behalf Only right. you can take so much of this nigga shit That you tired of sitting at home crying behind him Like only you can decide That you tired of having your heart broken You tired of being lied to You tired of sitting at home Wondering what this nigga at Checking your phone every 45 seconds Trying to see if the little I message three dots is popping up or If that nigga ain't replied back to you at. Well, I don't know that All the different life. ways y'all sit up behind niggas who have done you wrong I don't I cannot be tired of that shit for you only you can be sick of that shit so when you decide you've had enough of that nigga treating you like you ain't shit then you can go ahead and move on but I can't get you to that point and I understand that as the friend who has been the one crazy in love with somebody who was no good once it didn't take me but one time to be in a shitty relationship for me to be like okay I don't have the patience for this like I don't have the tolerance for this bullshit so when you decide you're over it then you go on and be over it but until then i'm gonna be over here like girl let me know if you need something but you can't give somebody the same complaint time and time again and expect them to sit there and be like okay sweetie like shit your friends don't know what to do either all right well
0: (laughs) (laughs) i hope that answers your question yeah i
1: think that answers uh laura oh no no, felicia i think that answers felicia's question do you want to do one more or do you want to stop
0: we can do one more. Because the
1: last one is really short. It's from Laura and It just says, put your iPod on shuffle and name the first three songs.
0: I can put my iTunes on shuffle because I don't have my iPod with me.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to just do
0: my... Uh, and name the first three songs. This could go...
1: Okay. Hard by Rihanna featuring Young Jeezy. That's number one.
0: Um. Oh, wait. This is the wrong little... Okay, hold on a second. I've okay. got it. Here we go. Um, The first one is <laughs> Cleared Out by Trina. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Forever in a Day by Kelly Rowland and Rumor Has It by Adele.
1: Okay. Well, my first one was Rihanna uh, Hard. The second one is 99 Problems by Jay-Z. All right. <laughs> that's okay. the deaf jam. And the third one is Cheers, Drink to That by Rihanna How. Wow random. Oh, for me to get two Rihanna I know, right? For me to get two Rihanna songs, maybe it's a sign that R eight has come in. I hope. I actually do enjoy Rihanna's like, you know I've 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 grown used to Rihanna and I'm actually like Is that what for, it's called? I I you know because I think r R eight? r8 well no no no. i don't think it's called r8 but like that's is that what the stands are calling it i don't know if the stands are calling it that i feel like it's just colloquially referred to as that
0: since it's her eighth
1: album and it's rihanna like i don't think it's actually called that but i'm actually looking forward to seeing what she comes up with since this has been like a noticeable break in between albums so i'm actually kind of excited for her
0: the saltwater room by Al city tonight by janet jackson Switchboard by Kid Sister. i I'm sorry,
1: I thought that was the name of a book. The Saltwater Room by Al City. That sounds like a title and author.
0: Chained by the XX. Busted the Isle of the Brothers.
1: I Get Out, Lauren Hill. MTV Kaboom Unplugged.
0: By Kalina.
1: Ooh, John Legend's cover of Rolling in the Deep. Have you heard that? No. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good.
0: The Fighter by Gym Class Heroes. Russian Roulette. <laughs> Valley of the Dolls by Marina and the Diamonds. In the Dark by JoJo.
1: Frank Ocean, Think About You, Erica Badu, Window Seat.
0: Ain't okay. Nobody by Mary J. Blige.
1: Dancing in the Dark, Solange. Give Me More Britney Spears.
0: Experimental by Big Sean.
1: Full Moon, Brandy.
0: Last Day, The Notorious B.I.G.
1: One Plus One, Beyonce.
0: Be- between Two Lungs, Florence and the Machine.
1: We Made It, Jay-Z and J Jay Electronica.
0: I'm a Fool to Want Billy Billie Holiday.
1: Oh, I love that. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that was way more than three, so. All right, that wraps up the questions for this week. Send yours to asktherita.gmail.com, and we will be right back.
0: Hey, guys, do not forget to check out our awesome, awesome sponsors at Squarespace. If you've never had to build a website before, I can tell you personally that it is a pain in the butt. It is so annoying. It's extremely stressful, but now we have Squarespace to make beautiful websites without a sweat. If you're new to Squarespace, make sure that you go and check them out, and if you've been hearing about them, probably like on the show, there's even more now with Squarespace 7, which features a redesigned user interface, integration with Google Apps, which is really cool, a partnership with Getty Images, 15 new design templates, and cover pages, which is really good for, like, portfolios and personal business websites. You can read much more of that at Squarespace.com slash 7. But if you go to Squarespace.com and enter the offer code FURY, you'll get 10% off at checkout.
1: Yeah, and all of this comes with the same great Squarespace features that we already use and love on 3.com Like, beautiful designs with simple and powerful interfaces. They have 24-7 support via live chat or email. I had to hit them up once in, like, the middle of the night, and somebody got back to me in 15 minutes it was fantastic they have responsive design they have a commerce option so that you can sell your goods and services online if you need to do that so again head over to squarespace.com and use offer code fury to get 10% off your first purchase and to show support for the show we thank squarespace for their support again we use them for this is the reason we love them so thanks and head on over to squarespace that's offer code f-u-r-y for 10% off
0: yes squarespace start here Go anywhere. I love a good tagline. Yeah, let's that's a get cute back one. to the show. All right, so it's time for the read. Yeah, it is. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and go. Okay. So I don't know if we talked about this on the show.
1: I don't remember.
0: But there's a woman by the name of Shanisha Taylor. <laughs> Shanisha Taylor is Already. the woman. <laughs> It's not intentional. Shanisha Taylor um, was in the news recently uh, when she left, I think, one of her kids. I think it was just one child. It was two kids? Yeah, the both of them. Okay, she left her kids in the car while she went to a a job interview. She got caught, um, and she was charged with felony abuse. And I think that the judge may have had, like, some sympathy for her, which many people did. She had this mugshot where she looked like she was bawling. There were tears running down from her eyeballs to, like, her cleavage. It's just like, she just looked so distraught. And it was a really, really sad story. So here we are thinking, this woman is trying to get a job and get on her feet, and the judge apparently gave her a deadline to raise um, or to create a trust fund for the kids of $40,000. Mm-hmm. Someone, I guess, in New Jersey started some kind of a fundraiser and got this woman uh, Mm $114,000. So now, apparently, Shanisha is in more trouble because the deadline for her to get this trust fund has passed and there's no trust fund to be accounted for. Not to mention, there are rumors that Shanisha... Was spending over a th- over four thousand dollars a month on non-essential items, and even spent six thousand dollars in a studio for her baby's father's rap album. All of this comes from well, the rap album story comes from a uh, Reverend, who Taylor says is not on her defense team and is basically lying on her and whatnot and here for her and which such.
1: Oh, and such her much- lawyers quit.
0: Oh which yeah, which is
1: not a good sign.
0: Her lawyer's definitely backed out of what they called the deal of a lifetime after she basically Jesus, just Jesus ruined it. So, she's doing a uh, court again next month and very interested to see what the judge is going to say. Now, my issue with this is Sweetheart, we felt so bad for you. We felt so I felt so bad for you. Like you left these kids in the car in this hot ass car during a job interview and we're thinking mama you're homeless you don't have anything else to do like you you had no choice what was supposed to happen here first of all if your baby daddy is making rap albums he couldn't come get the kids while you were you were i'm sitting here thinking that you don't know your baby daddy or you he doesn't claim your kids or he's just some fuck nigga that you could not get into contact with if your father the father of your children is not only around, but he's recording raps. He can certainly rap with them kids <laughs> in his lap. You stupid. Okay, drop a, a cute Christian sixteen for their S's. while you're out here filling out applications. That's first and it's foremost, but that's also a rumor. So we'll just sit that on over to the side. Mm-hmm. However, I will if the baby daddy is around. Your kids didn't need to be locked up in no car. They should have been at his house. They should have been at his mama's house. They should have been at your mama's house. They could have been like Jimbery. I don't know what to tell you, but there's that. Mm -hmm. Now you were, you were required to create a trust fund, $40,000. You got 104, more than half, (laughs) more than half, more than twice that i'm telling you when i'm high it makes like i can just i can do these things okay more than twice that amount was given to you by people who just like all of our heartstrings were just snatched when we saw this photo and read your story how have you not created this trust fund yet free money free <laughs> money and a whole bunch of it all you had to do was go down to the bank or wherever and say, I want to stuff, all of this cash that I didn't have to work for, into a fund for my kids. Now, you said that apparently her story was that she didn't want to make a trust fund because if if she were to do that, then the kids wouldn't have at, had access to the money until yeah, that's the they quote were I saw. in college.
1: That they would only get it if they went to college. And I guess she didn't want that stipulation. So she just. And then she also said that she didn't have the time, that her bank only lets her do like a certain amount of withdrawals in a month. But they
0: told you this in July, sweetie. And it's November now. So. The money that you're getting is less about it being like. What's the word I want to use? It's not really. A safety net. I mean, people are giving you this money, obviously, because they wanted to help out, and they're feeling like you don't really have anywhere to turn. But the judge... That, was, that you're sitting in front of facing these felony abuse charges the judge is the one that told you this is what you need to do for me to close your case otherwise your ass is as good as grass you didn't do that it's not about when you want your kids to have the money or how they can have access to the money or not you still need to go out and get your ass a job and feed your kids yourself you were given this money out of the kindness of however many hearts That's your job, the one thing that you needed to do here was subtract A nice portion out of that and put it into a fund for the kids. Whether they got that shit when they went to college, all they had, they could just go to Levry, Levry, Devry, Lemur, wherever the fuck it is that they needed to go to get this fucking money popping or not. Either way, you got free, you had a, a get out of jail ticket. Like literally. They gave you the money you needed 40 grand. All you had to do was lock that shit up. All of these excuses. They're probably the same ass excuses that you had for when you locked them kids up in that hot box in the first place when you were inside of Trader Joe's or wherever the fuck trying to get a job. Like, sweetheart, you don't really have much room here for the excuses talking about a reverend was is slandering you or like you didn't even know whether or not to call it libel or slander. And you have a whole legal defense team. Like, sweetheart. Stop it. I do believe that you probably did give your baby's father $6,000 to record a remix to Loyal or whatever the fuck it is that he's trying to do. I believe all of this. I believe that you make poor ass decisions and this is the problem. So good luck in court next month. And...
1: and these are felony charges that, like, she could have avoided felony charges had she just
0: moved this money into the you account. You could have avoided having your kids take away from you altogether by just taking some of this money. Not, it's not like you raised forty five grand. Like right. you raised one hundred and fourteen thousand dollars. You didn't even raise it. <laughs> you didn't even raise it. It was and, and, it was and, and, literally given to you by people who felt bad for your ass. All you had to do was just take a chunk. Just take a chunk and put it away. And you still would have had plenty of money to go out and get some enemies and put some damn fucking Yeezys on your kids feet Mm -hmm. and get a new weave. You still would have had plenty money left over to get whatever fucking cereal it is your kids like to maybe get a back rub. You would have had plenty of change left over. All you needed to do was follow the instructions that the judge gave you so that you could have moved on with your life. But you're hard headed. And so good luck. Good fucking luck. I hate being made a fool by these dumb niggas. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. Because I felt so bad for this woman. And there's nothing worse like when you take some money out of your own damn pocket and put it into one of these crowdfunding situations and then it's like, Well, I don't know what the fuck we did with your money. I mean, I'm 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 ferociously full right now. I had a, I just had an amazing meal. <laughs> But that has nothing to do with the money that you were. The craziest thing
1: I read me. is that she says she bought Kindles for them kids, and I'm like, sweetie, you bought a Kindle for a six-year-old and two-year and a six-month-old, like. Or three year old and a
0: six month well, old. Well, no, Shay. Tablets actually can be really like if I have a baby, I'm definitely gonna tablets are one iPad. thing,
1: but the Kindles are for reading. Like,
0: well, Kindles have apps and things on them too. So
1: exactly, what is a six month old gonna do with a Kindle?
0: You there are like there really no, are no. There's apps.
1: nothing that a six month old can barely hold her head up straight. Six month can they good if they can sit up by their damn selves like that is a feat at six months you're trying to tell me your six month old is so interactive with one of these new fancy ass Kindles that he needed one of his own he couldn't share the three-year-olds if a six-month-old was even gonna use it like that was just what like stood out to me like Bitch, is you serious Kindles, girl all right it's your money. You you theoretically can do whatever you want with it, but now you're facing felony charges and this all could have been so exactly. simple.
0: Exactly. You could have just put the money away that the judge ordered you to put away and then bought your fucking kids all of the leapfrogs that their asses wanted. You could have bought them every fucking Crayola crayon from a regular ass red to fluorescent beige and fucking, what is it, eggshell blue or whatever the fuck. And crew. Whatever the fuck. All the colors, bitch. Every fucking Crayola color and all the damn Dora the Explorer are Franklin-ass coloring books. But you didn't want to do that. You wanted to be hard-headed and make up fucking excuses because I don't know what you thought that you were just going to get away with. I don't know. Good luck. Just a fool. Shanisha Taylor. Good luck. And apparently, well... More of the rumor is that she doesn't even have any of that money. Like she blew that money,
1: yeah. She says she still has it. and but the man, the preacher, says that she doesn't. So who knows which side's telling the truth there. But it just seems like you it's one of those situations where you hope that's as messy as it gets. Like, please, Lord, do not let it be no worse than what's already on the blogs because, girl, like we were all rooting for you.
0: I'm not doing it. Okay.
1: Well, my read this week goes out to a 29-year-old correctional officer in Ferguson, Missouri. Yes, where all the shit about Mike Brown is currently going on. We're waiting for a grand jury decision, but that could be, you know, another six to eight weeks, I guess, before we find out about that. Um, But there is a 29-year-old CO. I think his name is Jarris, maybe Jarris, a black man who happens to have a, a job working for the ferguson police or whatever department it is that houses inmates anyway this man has been accused of raping a pregnant inmate and then setting her free and not even, I mean, he has been accused, but it's not like she just said it out of nowhere. Like she went to the hospital after the rape and they took a DNA sample and there was a pubic hair and it matched Jaris. So, okay. so they've accused you, but the case is pretty much rock fucking solid. It's not like, oh, some airy ass allegation where I can be like, oh, these white people lying on you. It's not like that. Like you did this shit, nigga, because otherwise, how the fuck did your pube end up in her pubes? Like it doesn't that doesn't just happen especially if you're a co and she's a pregnant inmate she was visibly pregnant which i don't think even makes a difference like if to me it's fucked up regardless but you know that that tidbit of information was included in the story so i included it here now jairus off top you a nasty motherfucker for raping somebody like And then especially for using your power as a CO and raping an inmate, much less a pregnant one. Like this is just, this is nasty as fuck on at least five different levels that I can think of. But nigga, in the middle of all this shit is when you decide that you gonna act to ass. Like in the middle when the whole country and, uh, like, well, when black people in this country and then, uh, other nations across the world are paying attention to what's going on in Ferguson actually giving a fuck about the racial tension that's happening in Missouri and in so many other places like when we are already under so much scrutiny you decide now is the time you want to fuck up like this like really I hate to to say that I hold black people to a higher standard because I feel like that's what fucks us up a lot is the, is the idea that you know if we fuck up a little bit then it's automatically we terrible people whereas white people are allowed to get away with a whole bunch and it's no big ass deal so i'm not trying to make it seem like that type of situation but my nigga you was nasty as fuck for this already like it's no excuse for no shit like that you was already a dirty dick ass nigga just like a a filthy motherfucker like the kind where it's totally understandable that your mama don't answer your phone calls no more and your sister won't let you come around her kids like all of that would have been Completely justifiable because again, you were, you were clearly acting as an agent of Satan when you did this. It's nothing in this world you could say to me that's gonna make me say it's okay for you to have sex with a woman against her will, especially a pregnant inmate and you are a CO. I don't care who's, I don't care what race is, is which. I don't give a fuck. Like you being black don't save you from this cussing out that you about to get. Like you, you earned this public ridicule. Like it was just, it's hard for me to even put into words how fucked up this is that you did but for you to do it coming off the heels of all this shit going on in Ferguson and all these white people already assuming the worst about us and killing us behind assumptions you want to go ahead and make the assumptions true like that just I'm just very sickened by people like you and I don't fucking appreciate the fact that we already have to fight so hard to just be viewed as humans and to have like some kind of humanity assigned to us and then you come and just with one simple disgusting devastating act you just come and rinse all that away like fuck you Jairus Jairus however the fuck you say your name sir I hope you ride in hell for all eternity and that's my read this week well that's our show yes it is make sure you check us out at thisistheread.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at thisistheread
0: um yes shout out to um Toronto
1: Oh, yeah, we had a great time in Toronto, our first show outside of America.
0: I mean, even though it snowed.
1: Even though it snowed, and even though somebody asked us if Blue Ivy's hair was appropriate, I don't know. I still don't know what you was thinking, but even though... acceptable
0: was the word that she used. No, no, it was
1: appropriate.
0: No, it was acceptable.
1: Um, I would put this on, like, I would bet $5 she said
0: appropriate. I would bet $20 that she said acceptable, because I remember staring... Into her eyes,
1: okay. And I'm coming just across go ahead and,
0: her soul, to I just say that I it want it would, my twenty
1: dollars like, because I am certain she's appropriate. but that doesn't really matter.
0: It doesn't either way. The oh, she it was dragged.
1: acceptable. Okay, okay, my bad. I owe you five dollars.
0: Um. Anyway,
1: yes. So despite those, dragged. we had a great time in Toronto meeting all of y'all, and y'all were very generous with the gifts. Again, we never ask anybody to bring us things, but when you do, it is very much appreciated. Um. To the person who wrote me a proposal letter that was very nice, <laughs> somebody, somebody wrote me a note. And when I got back to the hotel that night, it opened it up. It was like, I just want to know if you would marry me. Um, I'm young and I'm in school and I don't have shit, but I would love you and I'm not a fuck nigga. And I was just like, what? Okay. <laughs> so that was uh, very different um, and sweet. Thank you for that. But I had a great time in Toronto. It, everybody said it was like a clean Manhattan and I found that to be true.
0: Yes, I also did not smell that. like piss. So also thank you to um to Drake for the um, Caribbean food.
1: Oh right, I forgot. Drake bought you dinner. How was that?
0: Drake did um, so Drake kind of we went to one of Drake's favorite West Indian restaurants, mm-hmm. um, and I had like some really delicious food. So I feel like essentially what happened was that Drake recommended a meal for me and i thank him for it
1: okay well that's fine um speaking of cities new orleans we're coming your way on december 13th tickets are available at the read and that's going to be our last show for 2013 Oh, good god 2014 this year flew by like i swear january was yesterday i cannot believe it's already mid-november
0: so I feel like I'm forgetting something. Hmm.
1: I have that feeling too, but I don't know what it is. So oh well.
0: Did I mention Oof. anyway, look out for some things. <laughs> okay. Um got some new things I'm I'm going to um be talking to y'all about soon that I'm not gonna talk about now because I do what I want. So
1: All right. Do we have an acronym this week or are we ready to go?
0: Yeah. The acronym this week is going to be H-N-N.
1: Okay. Homer Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in fluid engine editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain again that's squarespace.com READ let them know Kip here and Crystal sent you at Metro get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99 take amazing pictures and share them instantly and don't put up with life's yada 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 like
0: photo bombers zoom crop out yada yada and bye